It's the two of us back together, one to two every day, and then two to three, J-Mo himself, John Morris, and then three to four, Glenn Stretch-Smith, and four to six, game time. Game time with Tom Barfield and company. Garrett gets involved heavily in all of that. Uh, how are you holding up, Stephen, before we jump into everything? We don't have a lot of time. We got to hit the – we used to be able to kind of meander in the days of COVID, still COVID, but in the days of no games. Boy, you remember what that was like. We did rally. I would say those were some of our finest hours when we got some great guests and we would do three hours a day from three to six. What's funny is, Stephen, now there's like all this stuff to talk about we could actually easily fill three hours, and we're now limited to one hour. <laughs> but that's okay. I'm going to embrace this, man. I am not. Uh, Stephen, as you found, I'm not one to complain ever. Oh, I no. Yeah, that's, that's not you at all. <laughs> I rarely complain. And uh, so I'll just kind of go along to get along. That's kind of how I'm wired. And uh, I woke up to a text this morning. From Terry Tacker and Cells, whoo! Our cell staff is they're they're up at the crack of dawn. Little Terry, kind of like Mosley. What have you done today? What have you accomplished today? And uh, the answer to that is not much, Terry. Okay, I did have to get up today at 7 a.m. Okay, that's what a lot of America does. A lot of America gets up at 6:30. Now, I went to bed at three. A.M. That's not good. It's not a great sleep schedule to go three to seven. Okay, that's not great at all. And I was hitting the snooze button like crazy. But here we are, Mosley and Simcox rolling right through the day. Stephen, the new lineup that has you in the afternoons rolling over there to Fox, a three to six venture over at Fox with Q. How are, how are you guys doing together? You've worked with Q for a lot of years, but never just like the two of you. How, tell me how that's going. I, I, I've been, uh, I'm, I'm really kind of excited to sample a little bit of that. How is that sounding? Because I'm, I'm get Bell County really seems to be excited. And mm-hmm. then, of course, that station can be heard well into Austin. How are things going over there? It's going good, Matt. Yeah, we're we're adjusting well. Uh, as you said, me and Q have worked together for a while, just sort of in a different location, different time slot. But uh, yeah, it's going good. We we are kind of focusing in on some of those those Bell County teams. We had uh, your buddy Scott Stewart on earlier this week, and he's he's great. He's always firing people up. Um, also, you know, still talking Cowboys NFL like we always do. And uh, I know something you really enjoy too, Matt, is uh, is some good high school basketball. So. Uh, you know, out there towards Colleen, especially Ellison, Harker Heights, Colleen High, they uh, they play really good ball out there. So tonight you, you got a good matchup between Colleen and Harker Heights. We had those coaches on. Uh, they can hoop over there at, uh, at KISD. Oh, man. Harker Heights had a good gun show out there recently I heard about, and uh, they, they do play some good round ball. I like that. I like a little – a show with a little bounce to it. And, Stephen, as I get better and better from this uh, horrible cycling accident 
one of the things I'm fired up about, we're going to be doing some live shows from out at the Farrell. Okay, we're going to gather out there at the Farrell Center before some games. There's a big one coming up on the 18th. I think the Jayhawks are coming to town. And uh, I'm, I'm angling. Steven, I can't make any promises, man. In the time of COVID, we don't want to make too many promises. But what is today? The eight? Okay, it's 10 days away. I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to make that one. Okay, I'm going to drive right on down to Waco. All right, Mosley back yeah. in the Feral. Mosley in the Feral. I think that's what people want. And uh, we'll be broadcasting live from out there. And, and uh, that's a great thing. Thank you, David K. Way to go, Tommy B. Way to get all that stuff taken care of. All right. And then I've been asked to, um, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to announce this. Then I'll, I will be announcing with John Morris and, and Pat Nunley. I'll be on the broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be in tier one? You're going to be a tier one person? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I no. I think John's probably going to ask me to do that. I maybe it may be a little presumptuous on my end. I just I feel like if I'm going to be broadcasting out there, why not be broadcasting during the ball game? Kind of a third voice. All right, and then Nunley kind of gives his take, and then Mosley comes in, gives his thoughts on everything. Got a game coming up this weekend that I'm I'm excited about, and the Bears visit Fort Worth. I was driving over. I drove over to, uh, man, I've been making some big drives here recently. So I'm getting better and better. You know, that, that, that accident has prevented me from going too far. May make the, I really would like to drive over to Fort Worth. Stephen, can you tell me what the TCU, I know in Texas we're kind of proud of our attendance during a pandemic. It's like, get on in here. Get on in here. We'll put some people. In fact, I've seen a uh, – I've seen a new slogan called, I don't know if it's new, but I fill the feral. That surprised me a little bit, Stephen. I, I thought during a pandemic we, sh- we maybe shouldn't be filling the feral. But I think that what that is is kind of a, a program that allows people to kind of come to, to, come to games on standby. And uh, I noticed uh, J-Mo was talking to uh, our big, our big uh, uh, Bear Foundation guy. Yeah, uh, about some of that. Cody Goggler, so. and yeah, you're right, Matt. It's uh, so basically since at 25 percent capacity, they they sold that out with season tickets. Um, you can sign up to be on standby, and if there's some season ticket holders that can't go, they'll give their tickets uh, to Baylor Athletics, and Baylor will distribute those out so you know people can get in the uh, in the stadium, even though you can't buy can the I- single game tickets. Can I do that with my media seat? Just give yeah, it to people? Yes. You, you can just hand it out. <laughs> kind of like the Mosley, kind of a Mosley endowment or something. Ask Cody. Stephen, call Cody during the break and see if I can do that. I'll just give different fans my media seat. Now, you, if you're going to sit there, though, you've got to work. And you've got you to take notes. And then you've got to come on the show with us and give your take on things. Okay, this is not a free ride. If you're going to sit in my media seat. Steven, do I have a media seat? I don't I think David Kay's probably like I'm not sure what Mosley's talking <laughs> hey, about. Hey, what seat is he referring to? I don't know if we have a seat. For you him. just amble into the to the fair on next Saturday and they're like, "Uh, Matt, not sure. Not sure where you're sitting." 
I think they feel bad for me after that accident. I should take advantage of that. They will. No, they'll they'll put you right next to uh, President Livingstone in the first gen. I bet that's what would happen. You know, they're friends of mine, and uh, love know, having yeah. uh, President Livingstone on. And uh, she is great. She is so great and so always fun to to visit with her. Stephen, yesterday we had the chance to talk. Speaking of Baylor royalty, the uh, the director of athletics. At Baylor, Mac Rhodes was on with us. Uh, always good to visit with Mac. And but you know, before we talk, we I want to I want to react to a, a few of those things. Stephen, did you see once again? We made. Did you tell Barfield and some of those guys? I hope they're proud of us. We then the station was mentioned in newspapers all across Alabama for something Mac said on our show. I, I hope. I, I mean, did they? I don't know if Tom – I was on with Tom yesterday. I'm not sure if he's listening right now. We are the official but, show uh, of print media. That's right. We are just killing the newspaper game. They love us. And they were talking about uh, Max quotes. We'll listen to him in a minute. Baylor did hire uh, an offensive line coach. All right, Stephen. And they've asked me to do a background check on him. <laughs> Too soon? I'm sorry. Um, Eric <laughs> Eric Mateos. I like this guy. I like it. I like Mat- I like I like that folks. Bottom line is, hey, I think it's good. I'm excited about it. But boy, I like last night I'm reading on Twitter a great a great save by the Bears. I mean, okay, let's I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the offensive line this year and then I'll tell you if it's a great hire. All right. I mean I, I was excited about Pew. And then they apparently something's floating around about Pew out there. Had to, had to. We had to move on from Pew. I liked, I liked Pew, and I still think. I, I think maybe, kind of. I'm kind of frustrated on Pew's behalf. You know, you can't, can't, can't have anything floating around out here. Stephen, have you scrubbed your Twitter? I mean, I, I mean, I feel like you're pretty. You've been pretty good on Twitter, but I mean. Golly, man, go back and make sure you hadn't said anything or put up a picture of yourself. Jeez. All right, I like this Eric Mateos, though. And I've done some Google searches, and Eric seems to seems to be seems to be pretty good on social media. Haven't seen anything on him yet. The offensive line coach, he has been <laughs> Steven, I like how you wrote this. The offensive line coach at BYU since 2019. You kind of wrote that like he'd really, he'd been doing that for a long time. <laughs> give can you give me a little bit more on Mateos? Because I what I'm not going to do is find everybody that's ever known Eric Mateos. Now we kind of did that with Grimes, the new OC. We we tracked down his head coach the other day from college. Okay, but I, I don't really I don't feel like we need to do that with Mateos. Stephen, are you okay? Forgot my mic was on. My fault. <laughs> Doing some Googling and forgot my mic was on. Uh, yeah, before his time at BYU, he was at Texas State, and he was an offensive line coach there. Uh, also was a grad assistant at Arkansas under Sam Pittman, who is now the head coach for the Hogs, um, and has been coaching since 2011. His first job was at Southwest Baptist. Love that school. Where is that? Southwest Baptist. I'm not sure. Not familiar. <laughs> I think I could have played for them. Southwest Baptist. Golly. 
I didn't even know that. I didn't know about that school. I, I really think I could have played some ball for Southwest Baptist. Dang it. Find out, please, Stephen, where that is. I would like to give some money to them. I like Baptist. I like giving money to Baptist schools. My my alma mater, Baylor's like, Mosley, you haven't given a lot to us. <laughs> I've got a buddy in development at Dallas Baptist. He's been hitting me up. Mosley, give us some money. A lot of Baylor people give us money. Stephen, do we make enough money to give money to Baptist schools? I mean, my gosh, we can barely contribute to our churches. You know, our, the Baptist churches you and I attend, we can't be we just can't be throwing our money everywhere. All right, let's listen to this a little bit, Stephen. Let's go to this second one I, on uh, on Mac Roads yesterday. On with the uh, the Matt Mosley show with Stephen Simcox. This is Mac on uh, women's basketball. And, and when it will be getting back into action, of course, to remind you, last night was supposed to be that UConn game. God, it's going to be fun. Gino Ariyama. And uh, they had to, they had to uh, cancel that because of, uh, well, some, got some COVID, COVID-related tracing and all that kind of stuff. Go ahead, Stephen. Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. And, uh, you know, we're still working through um, – you know the the contract tracing piece of this, right? You know we certainly believe it's it's impacted some coaches and and some student athletes, and so we we don't have you know the finality of it of it yet as as we you know continue to kind of work through that. But um, hopefully it, it doesn't extend beyond the the, the Kansas State game. But um, you know we're going to be careful. We're going to do our due diligence right. We're going to make sure again everybody's safe and, and we're prepared to play. Um, I wish I could give you a better answer, but that's that's candidly where we where we're at today. And um, you know um, I hate it. I hate you know the cancellation. You know I was talking about this yesterday. The ca- cancellation of the of the UConn game tonight. Um, I hate it for first and foremost our student athletes, right? For for our Baylor family. And, and really for just women's basketball, um, obviously a highly, highly anticipated game nationally. And, uh, and I thought just really, really good for women's basketball. And it's a, it's a very similar, similar position to, to the men's game that was, that was canceled against, um, against Gonzaga. And um, I guess if there's a silver lining and, and there's some positive news, right, it's, it's the fact that, uh, that Baylor, both its men's and women's program, um, you know, are are at a place where uh, they were going to compete in some games that were were actually national spotlight games, and so. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get it back on track, and um, you know, it's it's what we're living with in terms of COVID, and uh, we'll get it back on track, and we'll look forward to a, a great remainder of the season for both for both programs. Oh, uh, the COVID strikes again. Steven, do you think who had the better chance of winning? We'll get to Pepe in a second. I, we, if we have to be a little tiny tidbit late here, I know we need to stay on schedule with this new one-hour format. But, Stephen, I, I want to get your thought on this. Did you like, and, and we'll save this Mac with uh, Charlie Brewer. I thought he said some very interesting things about Charlie Brewer, and I want to save that, and, and I want to use it. But, did, did you think the Baylor men had a better shot against Gonzaga or the Baylor women against UConn? Now, the Baylor women are six in the country. 
I believe UConn's three, Stephen. Mm-hmm. Does that sound right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, and the Baylor men two, Gonzaga one. Man, that's you, uh, yeah, that's a Where great question. There, I'd love to hear from our people too. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. If you want to text us, uh, I would probably go the Baylor men, and I mean, I think both teams could win. Um, I just feel like the men. They just seem they seem to be a, a more cohesive group right now. I feel like the 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 Lady Bears are still figuring out. Like you have some players that are stepping in in new roles, like Nalissa Smith and Queen Egbo are being relied on more to score. Um, Dejanay Carrington transfer that's been plugged in and is playing a lot of minutes. Uh, you know Moon Urson playing more minutes. I still think they're kind of getting in the rhythm and, and learning who they are. Um, and and the men just seem to already have a lot of things figured out. So I feel like Gonzaga and Baylor and men's basketball seem to be the two best teams in the country. And I would love to see both these matchups, but I would, I would lean towards the men beating, uh, beating the Zags. All right. Sorry about that, Kim. Uh, Malky, as you well, try to recover from. There goes my credential. Sorry, Kyle Robarts. COVID. Um, Kyle. Yep. That was Steven Simcox. I think uh, Kim would have coached him up against uh, Gino. She's had some success. But uh, always, um, Stephen, you know, we still live in a strange, I mean, these are strange COVID times, but I always feel like it's strange in women's basketball when UConn's not ranked number one. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just <laughs> right. feels weird. It's like, because I, I assume Don Staley, does she? I think she coaches at South Carolina. That's right. Like, I assume she's ahead of them maybe this year who's the other one do you know off the top of your head i mean i there's there's the usual suspects you know now muffet i think is has walked away from she retired that's right yeah yeah i always think of her but uh yeah i'm interested to see who uh, it is yeah currently so south carolina dropped one of their games this year they're six and one so right now it's actually stanford and louisville that's one two wow mm-hmm Wow, that is okay. I did not, I did not really see that coming. Louisville in there, and uh, man, they got Patino out of there, and then the women's program has has really jumped up there. So I like that. I like I like what I'm hearing on that. All right, Stephen. Um, man, a uh, I know Pepe is holding, and so Stephen, do we have time real quick to hit this? This is a tough, uh, sure, a tough loss in the sports mm-hmm. world. Let's take it, Pepe. Uh, okay. Pepe on with us. All right, uh, Pepe, uh, you're on the Matt Mosley Show, and I know uh, you want to talk about the passing of uh, Hall of Fame baseball manager Tommy Lasorda, uh, Los Angeles Dodgers, longtime uh, manager, and uh, was, uh, golly, uh, you know, this has been reported by uh, TMZ Sports and and other areas, and uh, really, really a, uh, golly, it happened at home, and... uh, Thursday night, so really, uh, really, really sad, sad news. Got some statements here from Rob Manfred. Go ahead, Pepe. You're on the uh, you're on the Matt Mosley show with Stephen Simcox. Well, good afternoon, gentlemen. Do you hear me? Oh, I got you, buddy. Go ahead. We're listening. Uh, yeah, the late great Tommy Lasorda. I mean, I met the man twice in my life in the '80s. When they brought up Steve Sachs, Fernando Valenzuela, all the great Dodgers players through San Antonio before they went to the big leagues. And he was a kind gentleman to all of his kids. 
back then, and he we sorely miss. Yeah, I, Pepe, it's a great, uh, it's a great. I, I appreciate that. Uh, unbelievable uh, that you got to meet him. Feel like it, in one spring training when we were at Faro Beach, um, I, I I I was way into baseball cards and pretty sure somewhere at home got a signed uh, sign something signed by Tommy Lasorda. I'd have to really go back and think through that. But Tommy, as Pepe uh, alluded to, welcomed Dodger players from Mexico, the Dominican Republic, Japan. South Korea, and elsewhere. And if you think back on those Dodgers teams, it was really one of the first teams that had more Asian players. And Fernando, uh, that, that was uh, – Pepe, that was probably, I would think, for uh, for Latino folks, uh, uh, that, that, that had to be one of the most amazing experiences to, uh, to see a guy uh, from Mexico – uh, arrive and uh, and basically just take hold. I mean, uh, we were already used to Puerto Rican players, uh, obviously Venezuelan players as as well as Dominican Republic uh, players have become uh, big time in 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 Major League Baseball. But uh, uh, Mexican players, it had not really taken hold at that point. And what Fernando brought was uh, really one of the most amazing things I could ever remember. And I know that uh, that meant a lot to uh, to our uh, our Mexican population, both in Texas and all over the country. I think Pepe Stephen is uh, Pepe. Did he go ahead and? and yeah, uh, he he hung off? up there. Okay, thanks, Pepe. Good to hear from you, buddy. Love our guys. Love our guys. And uh, boy, uh, condolences to the Lasorda family, the Dodgers family today, and uh, and everybody. Um, he he was he was uh, he was Dodgers baseball. I don't know. I mean, they had some unbelievable players, and you think of Jackie, obviously Jackie Robinson, and and uh, what he meant to baseball, and and and, and certainly that's uh, that's one of the uh, first names you think of. And of course, they the team moved from uh, the Brooklyn Dodgers uh, to Los Angeles, but Tommy uh, Lasorda transcended all of that and uh, began his career as a pitcher in 1949 but then best known of course as the manager of those two world series champions and four pennant winning teams uh we've lost tommy lasorda at age 93 all right it is the matt mosley show with stephen simcox and uh i want to remind you um i meant to tell you this earlier we are going to have the baylor men's associate head coach jerome tang is going to join us at 140 today Get some really, uh, he's always fun guy to talk to. Uh, but next, we get you ready for Wild Card NFL Weekend. Our picks and our breakdowns, it's next. There's a reason customers drive from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see clearing skies today with mostly sunny skies this afternoon. High temperatures topping out at 51 degrees. It'll be partly cloudy tonight. We drop to 31. And tomorrow, partly cloudy skies. Once again, high temperatures right around 51. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Game Time. 
We're going to welcome in the director of athletics, Ed Love. Coach, how are you? And uh, happy new year. Well, I tell you what, my brain's about to bust right now. We've looked at so many applicants. So both of these positions are a top-notch job. Both of them, I really see a bright future for both of them based on what we're looking at as far as the younger kids coming up, the middle school kids, and the all the way up to the ninth grader. So this is going to be uh, two outstanding coaching positions for whoever we choose. Game time, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Jesse Britt Automotive. Ohio State coach Ryan Day said yesterday his team is on track to play in the college football playoff national championship game against number one Alabama on Monday night. Despite ongoing coronavirus issues, Alabama receiver and return specialist Jalen Waddle remains a question for Monday's college football playoff national championship game. Coach Nick Saban said yesterday Waddle has practiced this week, will probably be a game time decision. The Green Bay Packers announced yesterday today that approximately 6,000 ticketed fans will be allowed to attend the team's first playoff game either January 16th or 17th in the NFC Divisional Round. Packers had not allowed fans at Lambeau Field during the regular season. Number two Baylor is back in action tomorrow afternoon in Fort Worth versus TCU. Tip is at 2 o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's good to hear the music again. We always did our NFL news and nuggets. Steven, when did we do that? Like 5 o'clock? Did we do that like 5 o'clock on? 5 uh, o'clock, that used to be the time, yeah. Boy, way, way in, 254 
how much do you miss NFL News and Nuggets? <laughs> I think people are liking the one-hour version, Stephen, of us. And by the way, I know I get it, man. This this um this uh, this show had been twelve to three for a good long while, and I you know I understand that, man. Uh, UNR that thing had been rolling for for a lot of years at twelve to three. Well, that show is over on Fox now, three to six. So you can always go over there in the afternoons, check in, say hey to Q. Stephen is like a a dual citizen. Or a secret agent, whatever you want to call him, he's 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 kind of moonlighting. I mean, he's he's with me as always. I mean, we are inseparable, even if Stephen would like to have it otherwise. And and then he's over there on UNR. Golly, and uh, over on Fox. So you can always check him out over there in the afternoon. For here, of course, we got JMO at two. And then Stretch, Glenn Stretch-Smith, former NFL coach and scout at three. And then four to six, Tommy Hitman Barfield. And, uh, man, that's 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 good stuff. In fact, I jumped on there yesterday. Good to hear Ward's voice, too. Always fun to hear Ward, former Red Raider himself. All right, Stephen, let's uh, – we got uh, – I want to remind everybody, we got uh, Coach Tang coming up at 40. Okay, right at 140, we'll have Coach Tang. He, you never know what he's up to, so we'll just hope he – I mean, I've, I've, I've uh, checked in with him to remind him, but Coach Tang, he kind of likes to arrive fashionably late. It's just how he is. It's okay. When you're Coach Tang, you show up whenever you want. I mean, that's just a – that is uh, – that's the kind of respect he deserves, okay? We'll be fine whenever we get him. Stephen um, – We've got to look at this wild card weekend. First of all, are you are you going to be able? You've got young, you've got little ones at the house. Uh, are you going to be able to kind of have you have you talked to your wife about? Hey, Saturday, I got to do all football. Sunday, maybe I'll help you out. Are you going to be able to do all six games? All you know, both both sets of triple headers. Are you going to be able to do uninterrupted, or will you have to record some stuff? Uh, I'll probably have to record some things on Sunday. I think Saturday, though, I'm in pretty good shape. Um, my my wife is hosting a, a drive-by baby shower for my sister, so I, I, I'm supposed to get Bradley out of the house at some point, and getting Bradley out of the house will entail taking him to my parents' house to watch football with my dad. So not sure what Bradley's going to do, but that's what me and my dad are going to do. I thought you were going to say getting Bradley out of the house will involve me taking him to George's. <laughs> yep. Now Bradley, let's get a big O, brother. Come on. Son, you stay out of this, okay? All right. Um, well, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Your dad, he likes to that'll – be, that'll be great. Some generations. Generations <laughs> right. of Simcoxes watching some Just NFL sitting on the football. couch watching football. Your dad over there reading a book, like reading a Clancy, Tom Clancy <laughs> yep. novel. All right, um, let's go with Colts at Bills. Uh, that game, man, I'm, I'm loving that Buffalo team. Buffalo, if you're betting this thing, uh, which Stephen and I are way too Baptist to get involved in that kind of activity, line on that thing, last we looked, was six and a half. Bills favored at home. Obviously, fans are not a big 
player in all this. Some of these stadiums will have a few fans. Most of them won't. Um, I like this Colts team, and, and I'm a huge Rivers guy. I, am, I really am. He's got some of his receivers back. O-line's looking a little bit better. And obviously, for once, you know, they've been up and down over the years. They've never been able to rely too much on the running game, but they do have a very dynamic runner. So I am going to take the the Colts to cover the six and a half, all right? I, I like the Colts to cover the six and a half. I like the Bills to win that game. I just uh, – the Bills are a little overhyped right now. So I, I would not be shocked if the Colts pulled the upset. But uh, but Josh Allen's played his tail off this year. Give me the uh, give me give me the Colts to cover. I like the Colts to cover as well. Uh, a couple notes from this game: one, just weather-wise in Buffalo, about as good as you could ask for this time of year. Going to be in the low 30s, but no snow in the forecast, and not, and not much wind in the forecast either for tomorrow afternoon. Um, one thing to watch for the Bills: Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley currently listed as questionable. Diggs has an oblique and Beasley's got a back issue, but they both practiced uh, on Thursday in a limited fashion, Matt. So it seems like it's trending in the direction that those guys are going to play. Love the bees. Love the bees. And, and I'm telling you, that was a great signing. And, and Diggs has been great. Bees compliments him well. I'm, I'm telling, I mean, I, you know, Cowboys are really good at wide receiver, but they don't have a bees guy who just kind of floats around. I mean, he's clutch, great third-down receiver. They got great receivers. I'm not saying Cowboys don't, but I, I do kind of miss the bees a little bit. All right, Bucks at Washington football team. Um, God, that's so stupid. That's so stupid they get to host a game. So, that's so sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> eight. Um, yeah, Tampa Bay favored by eight in this game. I am going to go ahead and take the Bucks uh, to cover that. That's a big number in a playoff game, but the Washington football team cannot be trusted. And even if Alex is able to get out there and check it down, he's a check down Charlie quarterback these days. I like the Bucks and terrific Tom to do what they can here. Give me the Bucks to cover the eight. I actually I might surprise you here. I, I think the Bucks win. I do think Washington covers though, and I just feel like this defense uh, for, for Washington, this defensive line specifically, are going to get after Tom Brady and wreak some havoc. But I think the Bucks end up winning the football game. You mentioned the big injury note here. It's Alex Smith. Um, he's questionable. He hasn't really been practicing this week, but he didn't last week either. If he can't go, T Taylor Heineke from Old Dominion will be the guy that has to get out there and play. So uh, we'll see. It looks like Smith is going to try to. Give it a go, though, on Saturday night. Oh, man. I, I, I love it when you provide all this information. Steven, I'm trying, as you say that, I'm trying to make sure we're all set with Coach Tang. He, he wants to – we just need to give him all sorts of really solid information here. I think we're good. I think we're good. All right, Steven, I want to do one more here. Uh, and, uh, okay, we got, we'll do these quick. Ravens at Titans. Um, Baltimore favored by three. That game's in. This is one of those things. Both teams can't run the football. I mean, usually we say that's tough going on the road. It's tough sledding. 
can Lamar change the narrative? I got the I got the Ravens cover. I got the Ravens uh, winning and obviously covering. Ravens favored by three in this one. And um, well, I could pick the Titans to cover the three, but I'm going to go ahead and go with Ravens here. I, I like. I think they've been playing really well. I don't like the way the Titans have been playing. They almost got beaten that last game. I do love. I, I mean, King Henry is unbelievable. But uh, but give me. I'll I'll take. Uh, I'll take I'll take Baltimore to win this game and 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 obviously uh, cover. Man, this is tough because I, I really love how Tennessee plays and I think they're built for this time of year. But I agree with you. Baltimore seems like the hottest team in the league right now. Uh, injury note to watch here: AJ Brown for the Titans questionable. Big physical wide receiver for Tennessee. We'll see if he uh, is able to give it a go. But I think the Ravens win and I, I'll have them covering as well. That uh, that thin line there at uh, at three points. All right, all right. This is uh, – you're right, man. I tell you, thin, thin, thin. Boy, Coach Tang's ready to go. Let's go real quick here. We can do more, we can do more on this Monday after the games. <laughs> we'll do it. Bears, <laughs> Bear, Bears at Saints. Saints favored by 10. Give me the Saints to roll. Give me the Saints to roll. You like the Saints to roll there or you want the Bears to cover? No, I'd like the Saints to roll. I just don't trust this Bears offense. Uh, Alvin, I hate the Bears. Yeah, Alvin Kamara going through COVID protocol. Um, he, he's doing things virtually right now, but should be able to play. I, I like the Saints to, to get it done. All right, Browns at Steelers. Uh, Steelers in this one favored by six. We know the Browns have the coach out, have all kinds of COVID stuff. Steelers, man, hit a rough patch. I'm still going to go ahead and take Steelers to win and Steelers, Steelers to cover the six. I will, too. Kevin Stefanski, head coach, play caller. I just think that's too much to overcome. I, I like the Steelers to, to cover and win. The great Coach Tang, Jerome Tang, associate head coach for the Baylor Bears. Number two ranked basketball team joins us next. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday, January 14th, and hear from women's tennis coach Joey Scrivano and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unisil windows are sealed with Duralight, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Listen. In the past couple of years, we've had a lot of people moving in from out of state to Waco thanks to Chipper and JoJo. And while we welcome these new citizens, they unfortunately brought some of their bad habits with them. Hi, 
Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and you know what I'm talking about. Naked trucks. You'd think everyone moved here from McNewtville. But we shouldn't judge them, we should help them. For example, when you see a recent transplant truck from a less civilized state like California, instead of saying, your truck is disgusting, your bed is exposed, get a bed cover on that truck, buddy, that's a bit harsh. Instead, try something like, you know, in Texas, it's not polite to drive around with your bed exposed. Maybe you should check out the excellent selection of bed covers at Pickup Outfitters. And then if they refuse, you can say, well, I hear New Mexico's a nice state. Let's help our new neighbors and let them know that truck nudity is not okay. Let them know about Pickup Outfitters of Waco and send them to our website, createacommotion.com. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big O key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Jesse Britt Automotive. Ohio State coach Ryan Day said yesterday his team is on track to play in the college football playoff national championship game against number one Alabama on Monday night. Despite ongoing coronavirus issues, Alabama receiver and return specialist Jalen Waddell remains a question for Monday's college football playoff national championship game. Coach Nick Saban said yesterday Waddell has practiced this week, will probably be a game time decision. The Green Bay Packers announced yesterday that approximately 6,000 ticketed fans will be allowed to attend the team's first playoff game either January 16th or 17th in the NFC Divisional Round. Packers had not allowed fans at Lambeau Field during the regular season. Number two Baylor is back in action tomorrow afternoon in Fort Worth versus TCU. Tip is at 2 o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Nice. That's one of our buddies, uh, singer-songwriter Ronnie Foss, uh, singing as we uh, bring bring uh, Coach Jerome Tang onto the show. Associate head coach for the Bears, one of the all-around great guys in college basketball. He returns to the Matt Mosley show now uh, that kicks off at one o'clock every day. And uh, Coach, it's uh, great to visit with you, and I. Uh, I appreciate you've been with me, and uh, I tell you what, I I've had a lot of prayers, but uh, I love getting Jerome Tang prayers. I heard one the other night uh, on uh, I saw it on Twitter before that game, and that uh, you can't really get much better than Jerome Tang prayers. Oh man, well I, I'm just uh, I'm very thankful that you would have me on the show again. Uh, that meant that uh, you know the the apple pie you had must not have been too bad because uh, you, you're having me back, and uh, and I'm glad that you're healthy and back at it. Yeah, I appreciate you. That's one of the flakiest crusts I've ever I've ever had, and and that was uh, beautiful. And and as I start to travel around the uh, the, uh, the Central Texas again, I will uh, I will probably be kind of showing up there to see if anything 
if any if there's anything you've left out there for me, uh, it's a it's a it's a great great thing. Now, coach, I want to get into the other night's events and everything, but I want to talk a little hoops first. Uh, TCU. TCU game coming up. You got to keep these guys charged up. Number two team in the country, the Bears. You know the the Frogs. Great rivalry uh, with the Bears, both basketball, football, all of it. We love beating TCU. And Stephen Simcox, our producer, is a frog. He doesn't like hearing that, but we really do. Um, is it uh, what? What is it like, uh, Coach Tang, to go into these arenas? You, you know, you got one um, at Daniel Meyer or whatever they call that thing now. What is it like to go into these empty arenas? I, I mean, I kind of liked watching y'all against Illinois because both teams were kind of bringing their own energy, so to speak. And um, and there'll be a few fans like in the Farrell Center and at TCU and all that kind of stuff, but not enough to, to rile you up like in the old days where they're just right on top of you. How do you... How do you kind of deal with that, with the lack of the lack of crowds? How do you make sure you keep the energy up? Well, you know, first of all, um, there's going to be energy uh, from both teams because it's Baylor versus TCU. Uh, this is we haven't won at TCU in three years, and so I mean they've done a great job of protecting their home court. Um, they're they have a, a team with tremendous talent in. Uh, you know, R.J. Nimhard and uh, Kevin Samuels, and then arguably the the freshman who's having the best year in the country, uh, well, in the Big 12, um, so in Mikey Miles. And so, um, you know, the, it, the, the energy, you know, is it's, it's incumbent on each of us as teams to bring our own energy, and it always is. You know, um, you can't rely on the crowd to get you going. Um, you've, there's got to be some internal drive, and, and both teams will have that because uh, Coach Dixon just does an unbelievable job with his team, and he has a tremendous staff. And so, um, man, we, we're the fact that basketball was taken away from us last season, and uh, and that we get to play the game right now. That that's enough motivation to have great energy every time we get a chance to to tip it up with uniforms and referees. All right, I. I... I agree. I'm going to be watching this thing. I'd really like to be in that arena, but I'm still kind of, you know, recovering from the accident. So I'm going to kind of watch this thing from afar. I love that second unit. I mean, y'all have had some good ones over the years, some really quality guys coming in off the bench. And I like Bandu and some of the work he did in the past. Y'all have had some really good six men type players. And, and even, even down into the, you know, you've had some deep rotations at times. I don't know. Uh, Jerome, if you've had anything quite, I mean, you, you bring in, in, uh, in, you know, everyday John and, um, and with his length and energy, and then you bring Flagler in there and then Meyer, this is about the deepest bench. And then, and then of course the, the, the freshman, I'm loving Cryer when he gets in there and he, he's got range out 28, 29 feet. I mean, have can you remember having anything close to a second unit like this? This reminds me of like an NBA type second unit. It's like get in there, guys, and don't don't just stay even uh, against the starters. Why don't y'all extend the lead while you're out there? Yeah, no, uh, I don't know that we've ever had um, this kind of scoring depth off the bench. You know, we've had some talented guys that have come off the bench, before, but not not a group that 
where you had three individuals who could come off the bench and give you 20. And, uh, and then John could come off the bench and give you a double-double. Um, so, yeah, we've, we haven't had this kind of scoring firepower off the bench. And they're, they're, they're fun. And, and, you know, the thing is that none of our guys, like, they don't, they don't see themselves as bench guys or starters. They know that we are a team, and on any given night, it can be a different person's opportunity. And, and they really, like, I mean, they really cheer for each other to do well. And that, that's, that's the blessing of having great guys. Yeah, that, you know, talking to Jerome Tang, associate head coach, that Spatola guy made me mad the other night on the broadcast because he, he was he was kind of in, in jest, but he said something about Meyer like, I don't know if I'd want to coach him, and I almost came out from my couch. I was like, I'd love to coach him. I mean, I, I, I'd I love I, – I mean, to bring that dude off the bench and what y'all have done uh, as far as, you know, not 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 kind of killing his spirit or curbing all the great things about him – the confidence that he has that he plays with, I mean, it's, he's got to be an incredibly fun guy to coach. Matthew Meyer is a joy to coach. It's, it's um, uh, and I, I sometimes start tearing up when I talk about him because of the maturity and the growth that we've seen take place um, over the years and the fact of his willingness to, you know, every day um, – you know, wanting to learn and get better. And, you know, the, our, everyone always, Coach Drew always says this, that our greatest strength is always our greatest weakness. And so his extreme confidence and stubbornness is a great strength. But it, at times it's a weakness. We can't steal someone's uh, strength because we're afraid of helping them understand how it can be a weakness. And so I totally disagree with some of the announcers when they say, some of the things that they said. That's why I don't listen to the game with announcers, um, because most of the time they 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 don't they don't really know what's going on. And and I um, I'm, I'm gonna just tell you that uh, if you tried to take away the things that Matthew did great, you would be stealing his talent. And I mean, coach. That's the great thing about playing for Scott, man. He wants you to be aggressive. He wants you to get after it. And and when you make a mistake, you say, "Hey, I, I understand what it is," and you go on. But you, 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 man, you just don't put a you don't put a thoroughbred, you know, out to pasture and or, or keep them in a in a little little small area. You gotta let them things run. And and, and Matthew Myers, a thoroughbred on the basketball court, and uh, and I mean that in the in the highest compliment regard that, that that could possibly be said he's just a he's a fireball he's a ball of confidence and we love it absolutely love it yeah yeah it's uh and it showed um throughout uh he, he just gets more and more uh, uh comfortable and I, I mean the the passing is so good he's got a he has got an unbelievable uh skill set and uh and it's it this is a this is an extremely fun team to watch. Cannot wait to watch you guys. Now, tell me real quick about um, what led the other night to you. Uh, that, boy, that, that thing has really been passed around the country. I don't think people are always used to Baylor. I mean, this is what we do. Uh, Will's, you know, Coach Drew has gotten on the mic and said a prayer before. But the other night, uh, tell us a little bit. I saw a TV piece about it. But what kind of led you uh, that moment uh, praying before the game, especially what had been taking place uh, in our country and those disturbing and, uh, and quite frankly, scary scenes 
at the um, at the Capitol in Washington D.C. How did you sort of decide? Hey, I, I this is uh, this is something I'm going to do because I thought it was uh, I thought it was incredibly well said, and I thought the timing was excellent. Well. You know, exactly what you're saying that, you know, I was watching the TV. There are different types of coaches, right? Some coaches um, in the day of the game or the lead up to the game, they like it to be quiet and, uh, you know, no no distractions and stuff. And that's how they get focused. And I'm the, I'm the TV coach. I like the TV on. I like things going on because um, if it's too quiet, I, I can probably get too deep into my thoughts and, like get confused. So I, I like some things. So I had the TV on and, and you're watching what's going on. And, and coach Drew's the TV off coach. So I knew he wasn't paying attention. to what was going on? He's locked in on the game. That's his, mm-hmm. how he gets himself ready. We all get ourselves ready different ways. And, and I'm seeing what's going on. And I just, and I know we're going to pray before the game. I know that the Oklahoma staff and team are seeing what's going on. Cause I'm getting some text messages from assistant coaches around the big 12 that, we all belong to the group uh, BACA, which is the Black Assistant Coaches Alliance in the Big 12. And, um, you know, we see it, we're seeing what's going on, and we're getting text messages. And I know that I just feel like our guys, some of our guys are seeing it because they're watching, and some of our guys are not. You know, our fans, some of our fans are going to be aware of what's going on coming in. And um, we, we at Baylor, we believe in the power of prayer. You know, talk is cheap. But prayer impacts lives. And I just felt like I needed – something needed to be said, but it, it couldn't just be a speech. It needed to be something to, to, to the God who can do something about it. And, um, and that we're aware. You know, we're aware, and we, we recognize that, that things need to change. And I, I think everybody from every walk of life could look at what happened and say um, – that that's not how it's supposed to go down. You know, there, there was so many things wrong in that. And there, there's, we have a, we have a, a country and a government and, and a system that's set up that allows you to um, fight the things you need to fight. And there's a channel and a way to do it. And athletics is great because it teaches us how to be gracious in victory and then how to handle defeat and the right way to handle defeat. We, we play a game with referees, and they, they, they have rules, and you have lines, and you can't go outside the lines, and, you know, you can't commit fouls, otherwise you shoot free throws. And, you know, and we learn those things, and we learn to do it with different people, and, and that's how it should be in society, and that's how it should be in our government. That was definitely not the way that it was set up to, to, to happen. And, and for a lot of reasons, I just I, I wanted to be able to express to everyone in, in the arena that, that we recognize that there's some things going on out there and, uh, and that we serve a God who can help, help us during this time. And, and I believe that we can be the change. You know, I mean, we, we can be the ones that step up and, and are the difference and uh, not, not rely on, on our elected officials to do it. We, we, the citizens of this, we make up this country. This country is not the money, it is not the land, it is the people. And the people make up the country, and the people can make a difference. And if we love each other, uh, everything else will take care of itself. And, and you can disagree with people and still love. We, 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 there are a lot of disagreements that say there are a lot of, like, 
the great thing about athletics is we find a common ground. We can all be from different places, but we find a common ground, and that's what our government uh, elected officials are supposed to do. The common ground is the people that make up this country, and we have to be able to come together peaceably to figure out the best way to allow all of us to pursue life, liberty, and happiness. And so that was I'm not a politician, man. I, I, I never wanted to be, but I, I feel like um, we, need, we need leadership. I say this all the time. Leaders lead and winners win, and that's what we need. We need leadership and, uh, because life, life, there's adversity in life, and we can't crumble when there's adversity. We have to rise mm-hmm. up, and part of rising up is speaking the truth to people when they're wrong, and, uh, but loving them when they're, when they're wrong. You know, and so like there, there seems to be so much hate being yeah. spewed that, that that I need. I felt a desire to share that we needed love. Yeah, I think you said it extremely well, and uh, that's why, boy, I loved it on Twitter and saying that the guys on this court would be could be presidents, senators, uh, congressmen. I thought you said it extremely well. All right, well, we got to go, uh, but I love visiting with you. Let's do it again soon, and uh, cannot wait to watch you guys play tomorrow as the bears continue to roll toward that indie the bubble the bubble in indie and i can't wait to see you at the Farrell center soon uh jerome tang the associate head coach of the baylor bears thank you matt you bet there he goes jerome tang all right we got to go uh, jay mo's in there saying get mosley off the air it's time for the voice of the bears to take over that happens at two o'clock and uh, we appreciate everybody for being a part of this And um, we will see you on Monday. Enjoy all the football this weekend, and everybody have a great one. Good night, everybody.